And we're live. Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of Cruising the Planet. Today we are joined by Jake to my right, Dog to my left, and the middle seat is left empty for a surprise visitor near the end. Surprise. Surprise. It's a friend. <laughs> so, uh... Corndog, you wanted to tell a story right off the bat? Or do uh, you want me to get into the show first? Well, let's get in the show first. We can tell that in a minute. All right. Well, we'll leave that as a little bit of a sizzle later on. We'll talk about your your fun name. A couple of announcements right off the top. This week's video, uh, we have one more thing to film for it, and then it should be up and running. As usual, they all release on Friday. Um, this one has, like, just nothing to do with anything special. We just thought it was a funny idea. Uh, Cole can... Talk about the the writing process on that one because uh, she really enjoyed it. Speaking of Cole, she has a new podcast that has come out. It is official. The uh, episode went up on Spotify today at lunchtime called Making Space, a Diversity Dialogue. We talked a little bit about it in previous um, couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, she takes uh, concepts and uh, things from her... Uh, the Department of Diversity, um, they pick themes for the different months for, uh, like, minority groups that should be sort of studied and such. Right. And, like, things that you need to keep up with in modern times. Mm-hmm. And she takes guests on from those shows or topics from those shows and covers them in a very adult manner. Not in the sense of, like, in a very mature manner. She genuinely does her research, asks the appropriate questions, and asks them in a in a way that, if you had no idea how to approach that topic and you were worried about doing it incorrectly, you would go and listen to this show because it's com- it's like a perfect way for someone who has no idea how to even start th- like referencing someone within LGBTQ community or within a black activist group or within uh, like any minority group, like an ableist situation. If you had no way to figure out how to even start con- like conversing with it's someone in that group? It's informative, and it does it in the the what I would say is the correct way, which the way is, of like um, making people under having people understand what they're going. Yeah, through. this is what this is what the person of this group is going through. Mm. This is how you talk to that person. Not these are the politics behind it, and this is the history of the subject. Mm-hmm. There's other podcasts. Like for there's that. other podcasts for that, and there are podcasts that do those sorts of things all the time. So that's her show. Um, the reason I bring up podcasts for uh, on another podcast about podcasts, it's, uh, this show almost becomes, is uh, I was in talks with old Brendan. You y'all know him. He no longer works at the station. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, I miss him very much. Brendan, I, <laughs> please come back. I do miss him. He was almost here. Uh, he was hosting. He was uh, filling in for ATC, the yeah. the news product right before. But he said that he'll be start starting production. On his new show next week, and hopefully by the time that uh, break runs out for spring break, we'll have something to show for those works. Yes, it's gonna be very fun. It will be. We haven't we haven't spoiled anything about it yet, so once we get to start doing it, it'll be enjoyable. <laughs> those are my announcements here. So let's move on into it. Um, Taylor wanted a make a request right before we started the the normal conversations of the show for me to ask y'all a joke, okay, or a riddle. We'll see. Why I won't did get it. yeah? I'll, let me just go down this. <laughs> Why did the cowboy get a wiener dog? Why did the cowboy get a wiener dog? Please tell us. He wanted to get a long little doggy. 
Next one, please. Okay. No, that was it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I thought it was fun. That's like a dad joke. Oh. You'd love to see the script for... To give you reference, to create the script for this week's um, station short, I had to go through a list of 37 dad jokes. Oh boy. That was the scripting process. The shooting process was a lot has been a lot more fun. We pulled from those dad jokes, but it was purely an entire episode on trust me. Dad jokes. I saw you guys yesterday. I saw you guys yesterday. Oh yeah. I was there. You were- Oh, was- that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you watched me being uh subjected to these jokes. Yes. By Cole. So, as many of us know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh boy. Uh when this comes out, it'll be tomorrow. Mhm. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts on that? What are y'all's thoughts on the day itself, the holiday? Jake, I, I'm certain you have some, some talk on the corporatization of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, there we go. I mean, I'd rather not get into that discussion. Me and oh, Valen- okay. Me and Valentine's Day, we have a, it's a bit of a personal thing for me. I'd mm. like to keep it off this podcast. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. Gordon Dog, any thoughts? I mean, it's, it's a wonderful holiday to think about for those that are... For those that are close to you, mm-hmm. whether you're whether it's not it's not only just about like um, romantic love, it can also be about familial love and stuff like yeah. that. But I think it does ostracize those that don't have a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. Also. Ostracize them back. E- All right, <laughs> get them, Jake. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but um, in all honesty, I I have spent every Valentine's Day so far alone. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. It, it truly does suck to see all this, all these people out and about. I, I'm not saying I'm not shunning them at all, but it just makes me feel worse that I don't yeah. have anybody to spend that with. It's just a bit up in your face. Uh, a bit. I mean, I'm not judging them. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel though I'm being judged. Right. It, but it's not the worst thing to happen in the world. I mean, I do judge on Valentine's Day. I judge all of the couples who are filling up. All of the public space. Okay, that I understand. It's the word. All holidays are bad for this reason. Okay. Everybody goes out and does things on them. So everyone's driving, everyone's parking, and everyone's in my favorite places. I get that too. So now I'm like, if I want to do something that's genuine and like is involved with anyone, I have to go to a new place cool hip place which like i'm all down for that but some days i just want whataburger you want to get whataburger without having ten thousand people be there yes smooching on each other hey, uh, i don't even care if they're smooching on each other like they're just though. there like after your date you go and get food or like maybe that's right, the that's pickup fair. for food and then you go to your date like all it's right. just valentine's day is just busy and then you've got all your last minuters you got your people coming into walmart to grab every sort of gift Early in the morning, like I like to go to. Ever since I wor- I worked a night shift job, I liked going to stores really late at night or really early in the morning, mm-hmm. when there's only the restock people there. Right. Because one, they like don't care mm-hmm. if you're in their way or if they're in their way. They just like have shelves to fill. So I, I would am never inconveniencing anybody. And then two, I don't have to deal with humans. <laughs> they're all gone. <laughs> they're off to this place called Dreamland. So I'm good, right? Like I'm cleared. Do whatever I want in the Walmarts. Yeah. 
Valentine's Day, some fools are up early trying to like get in last minute, and my whole my whole thing's ruined. Like I don't get, I have to wait in line just to like buy some a bag of cereal. Or like some band aids. Right. There's just like lines upon lines at Walmart whenever, everywhere. Like even the day before, it's just when Chris. Oh, uh, Christmas! Like winter break broke out. Christmas here was fine. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did you? Did y'all go home for? I went, home. Uh, I went to Weatherford. No. I, went to Weatherford yeah. I just live here. Yeah, you just live here now. Yeah, I went to Weatherford, so I'm not that far by. Okay. Not far away. No. Christmas was all right, because if you, it's like the people who live in town, like genuinely are in Stephenville, yeah. get it, and they go like a week in advance. You see them like coming in. Pulling the stuff out early. They're smart. They're smart, or they have like they're they're not only smart. They're also tired of it. <laughs> so they're like, I'm gonna cause a line before there's a line. So it's a smaller line. Yeah. The college students are the worst because they show up the day of, and they're it's all bad and it's corny and it's cheesy and it's rushed. Yeah. Like most college student assign. Oh no, yeah. I pieced it together. Yeah. <sighs> Yep. So college yep. students are just the problem. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Uh, <laughs> no. We haven't wisened enough to realize that um, doing Have. stuff early is like. Here's the thing, I I understand that it's better to get all of your work done before, like like, like as soon as you get it. Yeah. Bingo. Just because like that makes the most sense. Like you get it done and then you do fun stuff afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because you kind of know how long it's going to take. You, you don't understand really. it mentally, but like there's the instinct. Um, time to, like I get yes. my homework assignment. Time to go take a nap. Yes, you know, like you get this. You get complacent, procrastination. Um, every student talks about how it's a big problem, and it's honestly just because I don't think most of us have just consequences. Reached, yeah, we've just haven't reached the maturity level to understand like, hey, I should get this done as soon as possible i'd say it's consequences yeah like college students have enough like i'd say the majority of college students i'm not i'm we're talking the average group here Mm -hmm. yeah right the middle 68 Mm -hmm. percentage they've got one job and they've got four classes so that's 12 what they're in class 12 13 hours of classes 12 13 hours of classes a week another like let's just say eight hours eight hour job eight hour job or or even a four-hour job for yeah, part-timers. Yeah, four-hour job for part-timers. Uh, wait, a day or a week? Uh, uh, oh, if we're going per week, then I yeah, can say about... because you're like 13 hours of class tw- a let's week. Let's say 25 hours per week for, for a part-timer. All right, yeah, and then we'll go to 25 hours a week. So you've got a good, like, middle chunk of your day for very little to do. Like, if I, if I wasn't doing the double job I'm doing right now, I would have probably six hours a day in between because I got morning classes, like most people, and then you work a night like an evening place for for most college students like at like a, a a food restaurant or something yeah. a food restaurant compared to a toy restaurant <laughs> um so you've got like a good chunk in the middle so why wouldn't why would I like do my homework right away when I can I have all 6 hours to do it slowly and like yeah. ruingly the problem is is that there's also the instinct of like oh I I can like so I can do like a little bit an hour, but then it's like, well, I could also just do it all at the end. Yeah. Well, not even do it all at the end. You get into this mindset of like, oh, well, I have six hours and it'll only take me an hour to do this. That's so the, it's the first hour. You're like, okay. Um, I, I, what's it called? It's like, okay, I got my first hour done. I could start it, but I could just take another hour. Right. You know? Here's the mindset for me. Yeah, talk to me. Is that if you do it, like, whenever it's assigned, like, the day it's assigned, you can 
you can do it, finish it, and then spend the rest of the time feeling wonderful about yourself that you actually did it right. And you can say, I worked hard. Yeah. I finished it. Exactly. I, just, I get a break now. Instead and of, now, then you're free. Uh -huh. yeah. You're but, done. But whenever you procrastinate it, you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then you get to that you get to that time when it's like an hour before it's due, and you're like, oh, crap. I better do this. I and have to do just, the whole thing in an hour. Because my, my big it. issue is I get distracted really mm -hmm. easy over just like, Same. yeah. Same. So, like... I'll be at home. It's really bad if I have like digital assignments because mm, I just those I, are bad. I have one computer, so you open up two web pages. Yeah, I'm and like, then you close your assignment and you full screen your other web page. Yeah, and you're down the rabbit hole. Exactly, one hundred percent. Which is why I've gotten into a the habit of if I want to work on an assignment, I work at the library or mm -hmm. I work in class. You know, at a place where it's like where I. Where decrease distractions where it's frowned upon to goof off mm -hmm. yeah now i've gotten so much research done in the uh in the upstairs stacks because you're just not allowed to talk so i just put in my podcast and i do my writing there's no like the only electronics my phone but in, in my brain it doesn't make sense to be on my phone when i'm in the library mm -hmm. like that's there's like a social norm there to not like sit in the library and be on your phone because you can be on your phone anywhere so I like actually sit and genuinely like want like I feel the want to read there. It's very strange. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, Valentine's Day. Magic. Uh, oh yeah. Way off topic. Okay. It's perfectly fine. That's basically this whole show. Yep. Um, yeah, Valentine's Day. It's uh, awful because it's a rush. I'm gonna we're gonna do Valentine's Day like the day after or the week after. Yeah. Just like later when everyone else is. When everyone else is like off being busy somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I actually also cheaper like cheaper like candies right? and whatnot. Yeah, day after, yo, fellas, we're aware. Day after Thanksgiving, so cheap for so much food for like nothing. It's yep. like it's like it's almost like there's a holiday for it. Moving on, Jake. How about you know? Let's just you know what, Jake. Yeah. Let's talk about your clone. Oh yeah, there's a clone of my myself on campus. So the reason that we say this, and I've seen him today, twice I, today actually. I've seen him once yesterday for a brief like window of time. Mm -hmm. And um, so you've, uh, Corndog, you're familiar with Jake's camo jacket yeah, that he wears, and you're familiar with his like his stance and how he walks. Yes. Jake, would you like to? Dem you already want to demonstrate? Yes. <laughs> of course. Anything to show off. Of course. So. Uh, what I experienced when I was rolling up into work this morning, uh, what, no, yeah, either way, I rolled up into campus this morning, uh, I came a different route than usual, which is perhaps why I ran into this individual, which is Jake's doppelganger. Mm -hmm. Uh, the man walks the same gait as Jake, that, that sort of shoulder-filled, um, waddle. Like a proud that you, yeah. if you're, there's, there's no, there's no shade being thrown, I'm no, simply no, describing. No, no, absolutely, I love my waddle. <laughs> okay, the, his shoulder-filled waddle. A same similar height, similar stature. His outline is the same, same hairstyle. Wait, does he have the beard too? No, 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 no glasses, no beard. Okay, I am like almost band thought band wears band shirts. Where uh, he had what was it? Camo shorts today. That's the thing. I don't wear shorts. That was what caught me off. I was like, "There's two things wrong." And then as I got as I skated closer, three things wrong. It was like, oh, that's Jake. Did Jake get 
did Jake get contacts? And then I'm rolling by and I'm like, did he shave? And as I passed him, I was just like, Jake always wears pants. And I turn around and I was like, oh, that's not Jake. Like 100% was like, forget a double what shoes take. were he wearing? Forget a double take. You took a triple take there, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Because here's the thing. The only shoes I wear, I wear uh, some flip-flops. Mm. Either that, if I'm lazy, or if I need to be at work, or if I need to just, if it's just way too cold, Doc Martens. Mm. Anything else, it's probably not me. I'll tell you if I... I mean, I, I kind of realized that it wasn't hit you as like I got yeah. closer. It was just the fact of, like, this man has... This man could attempt to to get by as you yeah. to your to like your lesser known acquaintances. Like he could swap you out in class. I'm certain of it. Nice. You could do it. He literally could probably just sit in class, just be like, uh, shaved and wore contacts today. And then I come back full. <laughs> and then you come back into class, and you're just like you. He bounces out the window. <laughs> I genuinely think that got to keep an eye out for the guy. <laughs> He's gonna, you you know they say in uh, doppelganger folklore their whole purpose is to just kill you and take your take your life. Yeah. Who says he hasn't? Right Jake, I know you, <laughs> <laughs> and your Twitter hasn't stopped. Just 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 yeah, to be sure though. Actually, you posted something on Twitter a while uh, a bit I, ago that I'm interested in. Oh, I post a lot of stuff. Right. This one was like funny. Just in case, though, let's just keep an eye on Jake's behavior. Just to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure he hasn't done nothing recently. Oh, man. If you would like to, please uh, hit us up on Twitter in case Jake starts going rampant. And I or don't have... Or just a... specifically let me know. I don't have Twitter, so Zachary Cornelius Messenger if you want. Mm, there we go. Don't dox me, bro. What was it? I'm trying to find... It was something act that I was generally thought funny. Ah, oh, yes. Um, uh, Vexillology. Oh, my California rant. California rant. Do you want to talk about oh that? Oh, my a bit? God. Okay, so there's this book in the vexillology community. For, first off, for anyone who hasn't, vexillology. Please. It's the study of flags. There we go. So, vexillology, study of flags. People who are returning know that I really like flags. I think yes. they're super interesting. Jake loves them. There's this book. It's called Good loves Flag, Bad flag. flag. And it's a decent manual. It's, it's a short, it's pretty much, it's practically a pamphlet, uh-huh. you know, and it just details like five basic rules on how to make a flag. And yeah. they're like, I don't remember them all by heart because I'm not a total, like, I'm not, like, a super flag. You're a nerd. hobbyist. Yeah, I'm a hobbyist. And, but I know there's, like, there's rules, like, keep it simple, Everything. keep it identifiable, like, don't make it okay. too similar to another flag, mm-hmm. um, and don't put, like, text on it, you know? It's, like, rules like that. And there's five, and um, I have this kind of problem with, like, fellow vexillologists who like it's funny we're talking about this because i was actually thinking i was going to bring this up on the show anyways but i have a problem with fellow vexillologists who um follow these rules by a t oh yeah because um every time i see like someone bring up that the california flag is bad they always bring up the fact that it has the text california republic on it and the reason why they say that is solely because it says in good flag, bad flag, that that is a taboo that you should avoid. And I don't think I don't think that you should follow good flag, bad flag to a T. I think that is um, I think that's a huge rookie mistake because you look at like the um, uh, the California flag 
in like you look at redesigns that like simplify the bear, take out the details, yeah. and then that like, make it according strip. to the rules. Yeah, of according to the rules, flag. and it looks flat and it looks boring. And the reason yeah. why I think the California flag works really well is it looks like a battle flag. Um, the examples mm. I gave in my Twitter were the like the come and take it with like the cannon mm-hmm. and the Gadsden flag, which people don't know is the snake says don't tread on me. Yeah, um, which are super good flags and super iconic, and they break two of probably two of the rules from good flag bad flag which are um no super like super detailed objects uh the come and take it like shading is what you're getting at yeah yeah, i mean like the come and take it flag doesn't break this one but like um the snake does yeah the snake does and they both have text on it but these are both so iconic they're very iconic and they're super like recognizable mm-hmm. you can tell what a gadsden flag is from a distance like it, obviously you, prob- you can tell it in pixel art yes you can it's that easy it's that easy and the same thing applies with the california flag mm-hmm. which is why i'm so against people trying to redesign it and trust me there's there's a lot of state flags that deserve a redesign most of them honestly do because most of them are this is like one of the biggest pet peeves in vexillology oh, is are we going to shade some flags state, should i look a oh few absolutely up? absolutely drop, drop um, me some names uh, and we'll go through them. montana nebraska oh wait um, not New montana York. no these are horrible flags like nothing against the states themselves uh delaware yeah, um i think washington i think the dakotas have it pretty bad Goodness. the problem with all of them is that they're all just a blue banner with a state seal utah that's another one um, horrible, horrible right. designs. Here we go. So, like, any of those that look blue and have a, like... All right. Y- new see- webpage, or a new setup. Look see- at this. Check yeah. this out, stream. One second. All right. So, like, so, no, so like you have flags like uh, Texas, New Mexico, oh, um, Iowa, California, mm-hmm. Colorado, which are really good, really iconic yeah. flags. Jake, Mike, uh, talk to <laughs> the mic, please. I'm sorry. Um, all these really, like, iconic flags. And then yeah. you have stuff like... Oregon and um, Utah and like Idaho, uh, Montana, uh, Minnesota, I think, uh, the Dakotas, um, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, that are all just I, a blue banner yeah. with a seal. And that's it. And that's all it is. These are. They are. They are. I won't, I won't d- disagree with you. A lot of these are strangely well, dang, identical. All the northern flags. Are quite literally, as yeah. you say, Jake, just seal with a blue banner. And there's wow. like, even if you take like the ones that are like, like New Jersey, which is like well, a beige banner. The, the, oh, geez, I'm gonna be burned by my states. What state is this? Next, Illinois. Indiana. Indiana. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's Indiana. A, that's a good flag. That's a decent flag. It it's still a, follows like a similar thing as that the other ones, but that's good. And it ain't like, a rectangle, actually. Like Surprising. South Carolina. Oh, that's it is a rectangle. Oh. The only I yeah. think the only like major flag that's a like a square is uh, Switzerland, but uh, like the the Dakotas, great flags. New Mexico, great flag. Um, Alabama, great flag. Tennessee, great flag. Um, Dropping them. Alaska, great flag. Um, oh yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Um, the fact that it has like the um, Union Jack, the Union Jack, that's kind of weird. But I think it's unique enough to where it doesn't need it. Unlike Australia, which is just yellow and green. No, Australia is. Um, it's just the Union Jack. The Australian uh, flag. Yeah, the Australian flag. It's a Union Jack. It's the um, the North, the Southern Cross, and I forgot oh, what yeah, the. That's I, right. 
Yeah, it's um that one needs a redesign. Everyone thinks the Australian and the New Zealand flags need redesigns, and I agree with that. A lot of people get the Australia and British flags confused, which is like I'm like, what? The That's heck? fair. That's 100 percent fair. Did I spell but, um, New Zealand wrong? I New Zealand's not. like the exact oh, it's just New red Zealand, star. Yeah, it's just red star, and you take out the uh, the Union star at the bottom. Huh. So. Some. Not a huge, not a huge fan of those. Those need redesigns. Yeah, but um, trust me, there's a lot of like most like U.S. state flags need like a flag redesign. Heck, most Australian state flags need a redesign. It's like their symbol with the blue background and the like the Union Jack. Uh, yeah. You know, instead of like the um, it just the stars. They're just all stuck on that Union Jack. Yeah, it's like just like you're not part of Britain anymore. Come on, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's, I mean. It's sort of an interesting thing. How do you think a state would feel about a flag redesign? I, Texas, I I feel that we're a bit of a different there's breed no way, when it comes to our, that. There's, there's Texas n- would never get a new flag. No, oh, no we are proud. But again, our flag is it's, good. It's not just that it's like it's not just that it's we're proud of it. But like Ethan said, it's probably the best flag in the union. Like it's the like it's super identifiable. Mm-hmm. It's simple. Like, you I'm, know it's well, Texas from a I distance. Mean, you say that, but, like, the California flag. The California flag is good. I don't think it's Texas good, yeah. um, but I do think the California flag is mm-hmm. a lot better than most, like, vexillologists like to claim. I guess the simplicity of the Texas flag is what makes it, it trumps so versatile. It. Like, the fact that it has more in the, like, the good flag, bad flag yeah. makes it better, but that doesn't mean that something needs to follow it to a T. Well, then again, you know... Um, what is it like what we're getting into is a very interesting subsection of art yes and one of the interesting things is you can't technically make rules about art because the instant you do an artist is going to come break all of the rules and you're going to pay him all of the money to do it yeah because he broke the rules in the correct way yeah the rules were put there so that people don't cross this line with the wrong intentions until someone goes and makes a California flag and is like, I've broken all of your rules, but I've done this well, correctly. Well, the thing is, the California flag existed, like, before the rules were put in place. I understand. These rules, like, were a thing back, like, these so, rules were in place probably when all these flags existed in their current form. I don't know exactly, I don't know the history behind good flag, bad flag, but, uh-huh. like, um, I just know the California flag is, like, one of those exceptions where making it too simple and making it too by the books... Mm-hmm would take away a lot of what makes it a good flag. Because then, what what are the limited... Let's see if we can look those up real quick. Good flag, bad flag. Oops. Bad... I can't spell, can I? I used yeah. to have a PDF. I don't think I have it on good my phone Good flag, anymore. bad flag rules. Okay, here we go. Uh, keep it simple. The flag should be simple that a child can draw it from memory. Yes. Meaningful symbolism... So symbols that have meaning to the state concepts behind them that are yes. originate in that area. Uh, two to three basic colors. Mm-hmm. That one I think can be broken. That one is, yeah. I think, a, I think that's less of a requirement. Well, I mean, a rule can't really be vague yeah. in a no. sense. So no, these I are under- more, more guidelines. Yeah. These, right. are, these are definitely more guidelines. I have a problem with people who treat them like rules. Right. Uh, lettering or seals. I You seem to agree with that concept there. Yes. I'm very, um, I don't. Letters and seals are pretty bad for the most part. Uh, be distinctive or be related. I assume related to some other thing within sort of your adjacent. Um, the problem is flags. is that like it's like okay, so when it says be distinct, a good example of like 
flags that are real. This is like one of the big examples, Romania and Chad. Okay. They are both flags that look practically identical, yet they have like nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people sit, cite the Chad flag as being one of the like the worst flags, like one of the worst like country flags, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but when you take something like, um, I can't think of a good example, but like if you take something and like redesign it to be unique while still like calling back to the original like oh, it, the romanian chad flag. yeah romanian chad flag see look how like it's like a slightly different shade of they blue. are the same thing exactly like a slight shade of blue is like that's not one enough is to differentiate. one is just the print friendly version the other one is the rgb version i mean i Easy. guess another good example would be the texas and chili flag yeah oh yeah yeah. I mean, the chili flag is really good because it's distinct. Yeah, it's distinct enough to where you're not going to mistake. Or, um, no, a good example of a flag that's like okay. relate, like like similar but still relatable. It's a good flag. Another flag from Africa, Liberia. The Liberian flag looks awfully lot like the American Oop. flag. I hit people. Liberian flag. Like ah. that's distinct enough to where you see that from a distance. And you think, like, that's not the American flag. You know, a single star in the middle, different number of things. But the thing is with Liberia is Liberia is a country that was founded by um, freed African slaves who um, traveled back to Africa. Mm. You know, so they still have they still have like a connection to America, Mm -hmm. but they're their own entity. Understood. Now, if you want to talk about bad flags, look up. um liberia state flags i love these because they are so astronomically bad they're like they Uh, they're like the room of flags right it's painful to look at but it's like you can't help but think that's really funny you know yeah they're like ms paint drawings yeah it's like it's like someone who's just goofing off an ms paint made them all and just submitted them yeah interesting yeah, no, there's, they're they're a common joke within the vexillologist community. They look like scenes from South Park, right? What I'm realizing <laughs> is that there's just so much more. Here's a tier list of them. <laughs> um, there, that's a there's just a larger community than I had ever known that was involved in making a, and grading of flags. Yeah, so interesting. <laughs> I've never great. been. A, I've never been a giant flag person, but then again. Um, symbols I've always referenced have, I guess, been literary. Yeah. I'm definitely so. more of like a visual, like, like yeah. color and shape kind of person. Interesting. Interesting. But, yeah. uh, well, that was wild. I can definitely see why you'd go off on Twitter about that. Yeah. Uh, just knowing you, Jake. Thank you for that lesson in, uh, Vexology in the pamphlet. No Good problem. flag, bad flag, which yep. Jake doesn't like the first three pages of no i mean i don't mind the book i just think that the purists yeah the people who follow it to a t are a problem right um and should not be listened to i mean uh would you argue that those are extremists mm, i won't say extremists so to say i'd Dang. say um i'd say they're just rigid i'd say they're closer to just authoritarian than extremists which and that's to, no good yeah that's no good but to some people that's Kind of the same thing. It's kind of those people that think, "Oh, they made a book out of this, so it got, it's got to be followed." Yeah, it's got to. Yeah, it's got to be followed. Which Jake, is not true. Now we have to make your own book. Yeah, I know. Call it Old Jake's Ve- book. Old Jake's Guide to Vex. Sure. 
we'll we'll type it up. Some some people get together and we'll we'll yeah. type up Jake's rules on flags as we slowly continue through this series on the show. Absolutely. I'll get that published. All right. Uh ooh, I'm getting a that's just a headphones problem. Never okay. mind. Just All my right. headphones. Don't even worry about it. A little bit of static, never hurt anybody. It, well, never mind. So, Zach, we alluded to talking about your origin. Oh, yes. Are you prepared to explain? I am. All right. I would love to hear it. Okay, so this Where do we start? This starts off in seventh grade. Okay. I've had this nickname throughout my entire school career since seventh grade. And the nickname you're referring to is? Corndog. Corndog. Either be with, spelled normally or spelled C-O-R-N-D-O-W-G. You'd be surprised how many people oh. spell it that way. So here's what it involves. It involves seventh grade football practice and a bag of corn dogs. Okay. On my way to practice one day, early in the morning, we stop by and grab some breakfast. Mm-hmm. I usually usually go to Sonic and grab me a pancake on a stick. Just okay. something light. So I, gra- I grab one of those and they say, hey, they, they come to the door, they give me th- my thing and a drink and i'm like okay thank you and they said hey ashley we have a bag of corn dogs here that we accidentally fried instead of the um, pancakes on a stick would you like them and i'm like son take them mom's like son take them free lunch i'm like okay i take them easy but here's the thing how many corn dogs we're talking about six Ooh. so i might split some with friends or whatever but but it means i didn't have to spend any lunch money that day okay so. So I go. I get over six to, free corn dogs is the meal for the day. Yes, go, especially for a seventh grader, right? Uh, for me, <laughs> I want these corn dogs. <laughs> Ninety-nine cent corn dog day, dude. <laughs> I am telling you, corn dogs have never tasted so good, and the next day felt so bad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Continu- Anyways, keep going. Continuing on. So I get to school and I forget. Oh yeah. My locker has been jammed for the past month. Mm. So I had no way of storing them or anything like that. Shout out to jammed lockers back in seventh grade. Yes. Just really made us the book-carrying weirdos we we turned into. Really? I mean, my school didn't even allow us to have backpacks in middle school. Excuse me? What? Yeah. We weren't allowed to have backpacks in class. Why? Is seventh it... grade is middle school, right? I don't have a conventional Yeah, seventh grade is middle counting. school. Why? Did they think, like, someone would, like, I... hide something in there? I guess. Give them clear backpacks. Oh, yeah, those cool, like, Prisma clear ones. Yeah. Those real, uh, what? What's the movie called? It's got the synths in it. I mean, you're Blade allowed. To, you're, you're allowed to bring your backpacks and stuff, but you had to keep them in your locker during classes. Why bring them? I yeah. don't know. Like, what's like, what's actually the point? Like at that point, bring bring all your books, in like, like bring just your books home with you and do all your homework there. Right. And then bring your books back. There'd be no, there'd be no point. Yeah, tie them with a little piece of twine back in the '60s. Mark Twain it. Yeah. Y'all ever you ever watch Put it uh, in a bindle? Yeah. Anyways, continue, Corndog. Yeah, so my locker was jammed, mm-hmm. and I had no way to uh, to store my lo- my the corn dogs. And I'm like, right. oh crap! I don't want anybody to steal them. So I did. Oh, dude, <laughs> six fresh corn dogs in a bag anywhere with a bunch of sixth and seventh graders running around. Oh yeah, and, like our yoinked. Our football team have like thirty people. So. Yoinked. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I did the dumbest thing I could have thought of. I decided, hey, let's not put it in anybody else's locker for safekeeping, my friends or anything like that. No, I decide I'm going to put the bag of corn dogs and attach them to my waistband it, huh? and then bring them to practice with me. Hold I, on. on the... How? How did I do what? How did you attach 
the what kind of bag? Uh, it was a paper bag. It was a paper bag, like brown paper bag. A brown paper bag you get from Sonic. Okay, how did you attach it to your waistband? I, I literally did the dumbest thing. Hey, I can put, you put it uh, closer to the microphone? You're, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. Come with so, the mic a little. So I, I took the tip of the bag, and I decided just to put my belt over it and then strap it as tight as I could. Uh, it worked. Well, the, the bag stayed pl- put. Okay. But here's the bad thing. So went to practice. I can see many bad things. I can Wait see why it. you got your nickname. Wait for it. It's not even there yet, apparently. Wait for it. We're waiting. I um, We started doing warm-ups and stuff. Started doing stretches. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is going with. And uh, we started doing 40s. So we're running back and forth. Uh-huh. And I don't notice that time, but the bag's shaking really bad. And oh, then we okay. started doing hundreds. Uh. And here's the thing. After like my second one of those, I started running. I ran back. I hear... I didn't think about it at the time, and I started keep. I kept going, and so I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And um, look on the field. My, my coach, my coach says, Cornelius. I'm like, yeah, get over here. I walk over to him. I, I haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen what's happened yet. So he says, do me a favor, yes sir. Look over there. He points to the field. I look over and I see a trail of all six corn dogs <laughs> leading across the field. And he's like, your lunch. He's like, this is this is never gonna. I'm never gonna let you live this down. He's like, oh boy. So he's like, everybody huddle up. He everybody huddles up around me. All thirty, uh-huh. like thirty or forty. The whole us. team. Yes, the whole team. And he puts right his hand. Up, I'm in the center with the coach. Puts his hand on my shoulder. He says, don't let him forget this. <laughs> his name is Corn Dog now. Goodness. Oh my. Amazing. Goodness! Amazing. He made me pick them all up. What a I tossed them branding! Out. And I have had a that public brand. Hey, I'm living up to the name now. And now, around oh. in high school, I was referred to as a legendary corn dog. Hey, there you Amazing. go. There you go. And Amazing. I what a I, small d. If I got a nickname every time I made an oopsie next to a sports field, I would have so many names. Well, here's the thing. Apparently, I thought I was going to be done with the name after high school. Yeah. No. No. Apparently, it got leaked ah. to, to college. And so now, uh, after a while, some people, members of the band started calling me Corn Dog. There it is. Corn Dog, Corn Dog. And eventually, this was last semester, mind you, uh-huh. my teacher, this, our, my band director, in the middle of game day practice, when there's already fans on the on the in the stands and stuff, right? he yells on his microphone saying, Hey Zach, uh, how'd you get your name, uh, Corn Dog? And I'm like, Oh no! <laughs> and he's like, Can I have the mic? He's like, No, you can just shout it from as long as loud as you can. So I had to do that. I told the entire story over again. Oh, uh, he didn't he, even give you the mic. That's mean. Oh no, 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 because he was out. He was like halfway up on the stands and stuff. But yeah. he he tells me to yell out as loud as I can. And so I'm done yelling. There's like a hundred people in the stands right now waiting uh-huh. to go. And uh, they just start applauding, and then the entire band applauds, and hey, I'm like, and I'm you're like, a hero. What? <laughs> Zach, you're a hero. You're, you're a, a hero. You're an American icon. I, I doubt that. <laughs> no, you are. You're an American icon. You're the patron saint. Oh, jeez. You've done it. The man did it. You oh, did what man. a lot of people wish they could. <laughs> and that's have an arc. Yeah. Let's have a story arc. Have a story arc. I mean, come on now. I, for one, would prefer the villain arc just because it's more enjoyable in my brain. Yeah. But a lot of people like 
you've got the stagnant arcs, those slice of life animes yeah. where they have a bunch of little happenstance all My the time. Well, the good ones. Uh, you've got the hero arc, which is the big, you know, the big growth plots where they are under pressure and instead of cracking, their their diamond will projects them into the future. And then you've got the horror arcs, which are they are under pressure and they crack and everything goes bad. Yeah. And where am I on that list? You are a hero. <laughs> oh boy. Oh gosh. Well, like the first year and a half, I didn't really enjoy it. Then I'm just like, eh, screw it. <laughs> just yeah, just like just go for it, man. Just <laughs> yeah. live with it. Right. And once you get out, you can be like, I used to have a nickname back in high oh, school and yeah. college. Or and just like, brand, or just brand yourself with it again. This is true. Just get a tattoo, tattoo of a corn dog on my. Well, door. quite honestly, I personally believe that you're. Last name is much more interesting. Oh, that too. That is a major factor in that nickname. And my last name is Cornelius. So it just kind of like it, rolls with it. It kind of just clicked. And I don't know what happened. I, I got called corn and corn dog more times than I can ever count. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it still, it still irks me to this day on how I got the name. Ugh. But it makes me happy to know that I am well known because of my nickname. <laughs> Very and I decided just to put, incorporate it into things. Like, my DJ name is now Corndog, too. Right. So. Hey, you're living it. Yeah. You're living it. We hope we hope the best for you and your story. Oh, but I, I appreciate that. After a nice, enjoyable story, I'd like a nice philosophical argument coming from you two boys. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. What are memes, and how do I get them? Hmm. That's a good question. Do you want, like... Yes. The, okay. I mean, I <laughs> memes are. You want me to start off? You you start off. Okay. Because I have an idea, but I have a lot of ideas. Ooh. So I need to just gather my thoughts for a second. What about nine? I'd say about ninety-five percent of the people think of memes, is they think of them as funny things you see on the internet like something you'd show your friend on your phone yes. or something like that no but truly in the philosophical way of, of thinking of things memes are ideas that are passed along that's what i was trying to, to say generation Ooh, yeah generations yes say. you'd be surprised about how many people have like for example this this is a joke meme still but it's an interesting one it is the game yeah <sighs> it has yeah. been passed on do you understand how many kicks I have to go now beat it. I have to log into my kick account mm-hmm. and tell all of my middle school friends that I have lost said game. <laughs> you literal dog. <laughs> I can't believe what you have done. <laughs> you have earned your title in full. <laughs> I appreciate You have that. slain him. He's now smited. <laughs> Please continue. But... Not only was that just for us, but apparently folks way back when have played the game as well. Kilroy, that's an example of a meme. Kilroy. Yeah, you know about Kilroy? The German officer? No, no, no. Like, I mean, maybe that's what it's based off of. I don't know the full history, but it was the piece of graffiti that Americans left all over Europe uh, during World War II of the little dude perching up with a nose. So apparently, I don't know the exact science behind this but i was told by a buddy after he walked out of a high uh high school history class it was like the coolest professor or the coolest teacher he was so cool that he would like assault you in class and he mm-hmm. would always dress up in a suit but the dude was like 23 
um, he was so involved in class one day, he threw a stapler at a guy. The guy dodged it and went through the wall. So there's a cool band poster there now. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. still there. And that <laughs> stapler was never retrieved. Uh, but he said that Kilroy was the... Uh, this man was... There's a general who was super paranoid. And every time he would come through a town, he would just demolish it in entirety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In doing so... Uh, you know, soldiers would come through and they'd be like, oh, Kilroy was definitely here. So they would start marking it. And then it got around that he was, like, leaving these markings that he never remembered leaving. Yeah. And they started to use that to get him to, when he'd show up, there was a marking of a place that was obviously populated, but it already said Kilroy was here. Yeah. So he had no way of, of like, actually recording where he was going. And he believed himself lost at one point. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I assume that's what you were. You were I didn't know there. that's what the story was. I that's just, the story that I've been told. Okay, um, I haven't done a whole lot of research. I always it, it's one of those things that every time I try and look up the like the meaning behind it, uh, it's almost like masked in like a layer of right? folklore. You know? Oh, I love folklore. Yeah, it is my favorite thing in the world. Oh, another thing, like with the whole Kilroy thing, I don't think this is relevant anymore. I think it was a thing that happened back in like the sixties. What's really interesting is like like um oh, what is it called? It's like like bum markings mm-hmm. where it's like a sort of a code that like homeless people in like New York would use to say like oh, yeah? like this person like it's kind to the homeless the police mm-hmm. in this area don't like the homeless mm-hmm. um this person gives food this person has a dangerous dog uh don't loiter here etc like just mm-hmm. like and it was done in like a code yeah. it was like well, let's a, look it up. Um, I'll look it up keep going so basically um It's just this kind of idea of, like, they would take chalk or any sort of, like, writing material they had at hand. They were called bum markings? It's, like, something like that. It's, like, bum markings, hobo markings, hobo code. I think hobo code is what it's called. Hoboglyphs? That's some. I think that is. Um, that's a way to say it. That's not what I've always seen. Secret transient symbols and modern nomad codes? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Ah, oh, an entire thing. Yes. Here, let's see. Ah, oh, this is on Pinterest. But and I don't know if that's. Probably... I don't know if that's like the official. Like, I don't think there was an official one. It was always like something that was uh, sort of just if you know, you know. And I guess some of the people try transcribing it or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, hobo. This code. looks like rail code. Yeah. Ah, nuts. I just hit my hand on the chair. Keep yeah, like going, rail Jake. signs and stuff like that. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, looks like rail, rail codes. That'd be stuff like for the Underground Railroad to um, deal with. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, this is definitely some, some rail markings, some code symbols. Ooh, here's some, some more ones. Uh, there we got wireless networking. We got... Uh, uh, used fry oil available. GPS will screw you here. Uh, Discover card accepted. See, dishonest ticket scalpers. Well-stocked bathroom. Agitated. Homeless. Dumpster treasure. And there's a lot of ones like um, like a cat would mean like a kind lady lives here. And uh-huh. like a cross means yeah, there's a ton if, of you, these. if you talk like religious stuff, you'll get free food. Yeah. Um, it's like get out fast. Yeah, this means stop. 
There's a marking for dishonest person living here. Right. Like, a marking for like a beating awaits you here. Yeah. This one's an easy mark if you want to rob them. Free telephone. Um, doctor right. no charge. Authorities here are on alert. Um, yeah. This is uh, cops up, or cops down. Yeah. Don't give up. Just the circles. I play a lot of video games, and a lot of this stuff happens to be translated onto video games as well. For example, oh, yeah? in Skyrim, you have this, yeah, you have the th- the thieves. Yeah, game, go ahead. And they have these things called shadow marks that show you, like, oh yeah, this is an easy mark, or this is a part of the guild. You're protected here, or mm-hmm. or you cannot rob this person. They are marked. Mm-hmm. They are protected by the guild. We, right. And it's stuff like that. Also, same thing with Fallout Four. There are rail signs to, to convey whether or not there's a cache somewhere, there's an mm-hmm. ally nearby, or danger. Mm. And it's it's I think it, as a good way of translating it and yeah. showing and sh- keep on keeping those ideals through history. Yeah, which is I, exactly what I think memes are. And mm. uh, quoting from an oh sorry may I no keep going okay quoting from another game which was Metal Gear Rising Revengeance when your villain was talking he says. Uh, I love that you're quoting that game in particular. Shush, shush. We are all pawns controlled by something greater. Memes. He literally said memes. The DNA of the soul. They shape our will. They are our culture. They are everything we pass on. Which I actually agree with. It is true. That's what, like... Because, like, take the layer of internet away. Memes still exist. They're just not, like... They're not always comedic memes. They are. I understand what you're getting at. However, explain to me, Egg Dog. You know what? (laughs) It's just... A dog looks it's, like an egg. It's just a dog that looks like an egg. It's a joke. It's okay. It's something that so can be laughed are, at. So this is a joke meme, and this is what everyone assumes memes be. Yeah, because yeah, m- most. So of, what we're getting at in these sort of these symbologies. And, and let me get. Let me ask you something. Yes. If you were to see this all just all of a sudden, like you just saw it on Facebook, would you want to show it to somebody else to show them how funny it is? Oh. Yeah. Bingo. A virus, you say? Bingo. Mm-hmm. Until eventually, people it's a brain lose. bacteria, baby. No, it is. Until eventually, people lose interest and it eventually right. dies Which out. is how or it, it hits, should. It, it hits should. capacity. Boom. Yeah, no meme. Here's the thing: memes should die out. Stop using memes. Stop deep frying them. Yeah, like not even stop deep frying them. Like just stop, because deep frying is like a form of internet memetic. Um, just if it's not funny anymore, stop using it. Yeah. Yep. You know. Which I think a lot of people kind of lose out on that. My big thing when it comes to like internet memes, a good like litmus test. Yeah. For like if a meme is stale or not, if people are quoting it in like in reality, yeah, that's a sign that it's dead. Dead like, memes. Dead memes. People who like quote memes in reality, right? It's like dead. A confirmation is someone who quotes, like, a meme completely out of context or yeah. with, like, minimal context. Um, that's a sign that it died, like, a long time ago. Right. And if it's a new meme, it was dead on arrival. Ooh. You know? Rough. Um, which sucks, but, you know, like, sometimes that just happens. Meme, so, memes aren't people. They're ideas, and sometimes ideas are bad and need to die. Interesting thought. hmm So, memes are ideas. The way that we transfer memes from one to another is through either words like the game, which us yeah. and all of our listeners have now lost, <laughs> um, or of course, uh, one of my most favorite memes. Yeah, that of course. Right there. Yeah, yeah. See, there are many reasons. There are many 
now understandings of what you were doing. For the audience, uh, if anyone is, is worried, I did the, the classic AO. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh, that one is, that one is I, I would argue, almost evergreen. Because yeah. it almost has a non-meaning to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to these comedic memes of like egg dog and such. But, it's I one mean, of those made like, you looks. Yeah, with like a lot of memes like this kind of meme, right. it's like... There's not even a name for it. It's just the... Uh, it's the finger. Or like th- the this S. This one. You know? Are you talking about yes. the super S? The S. Yes. yes. You just like... whenever we're, I'll pull you're one on up the, for the audience. Whenever you're discussing watching. any meme, everyone knows the S. You know? Because that's almost like... That one is dead. Like, no one really does that anymore except for people who want to be nostalgic. It's a nostalgia meme, yes. Yes, it's, it, like, in the modern day, it's yeah, nostalgic. Yes. But back in, the, like, back in, like, middle school, that was, like, a genuine meme, you right. know? Like, um... It was a, oh, oh, what's he doing there? Hey, check that out. Yeah. When you it, finish it off. It, it's like a trend. It's yeah. Like, I mean, meme, meme trends are memes. Yes. And memes are trends. But it's not only just... These sim things that make people smile or whatnot, it's ideals. Right. Yes. For example, saying that telling the truth and fighting for those that need it is the right thing to do. That ha- ideal has been passed on, right. thus being a major uh, memetic. Philos- philosophical meme. Yes, mm. it's a memetic. Interesting. Boom. And that's where, that's where the word meme comes from, memetic. Boom. Yeah. But, uh... So one could even argue the the old story tales of yore back from the Brothers Grimm uh, yeah. could be memes in and of themselves. No, absolutely. Yeah. Cuz like, l- like literary memes, just story c- memes. Yes, just cuz something is like like memes don't have to be short form. You know, um that's not to say that like short form is good or bad or yeah. anything really, but um a meme doesn't need to be um short, simple and sweet. Yeah. I mean, like, internet memes, I believe, within the context of the internet, in order to make a proper internet meme, it has to be simple. It's almost like, like a... Like the E meme? Yeah. Like, it has to be, or like... The, the GameCube memes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it has to be, like, with the internet, specifically, um, memes require, like, the internet itself is fast. And, right. Like, everything is shared So, quickly. in that context, your meme must also be fast. Yes. If you were in to make a meme, okay, so memes then are I just ideas, and to create a meme, let's say I wanted to make a meme, okay, and like make one. Here's the thing about making a meme. Yes, memes have to be formed naturally. You can never force a meme, or else it will never oh, yeah? take off. Yes, meme, memes can be have to be heavily modifiable See, as well. I I hear that. However, conversational memes, yeah, something that I've noticed are. Uh, word like words can have intent put into them. That was one of the older reason. They're one of the old English uh, arguments for the concepts of magic and spells. Uh-huh. So, like a magic spell in um, like folklore tense, really is a word that, when said in a specific way, has kind of a hidden meaning behind it. Sort of like I look over to Jake and I could just be like, "Moon, Jake," and Jake is just like, "Oh yeah, moon." And to you, it would mean nothing, but we have a meme already behind it. Like, you, you have these with friends. They're called in-jokes. Yeah. yeah. Um, back in older days, they were, they were, you'd call them spells, basically. Yeah. Of, like, these men speak in, speak in tongues or they have spells. Uh, conversational memes can 100% be forced. I have seen it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious now, when you say they have to be natural, 
Well, here's the thing is that the reason why I say memes can't be forced yes. is because one person a meme does not make. Bingo. You know, you have to have other people be in on the meme in order it ha- for it to thrive. It so has to be passed to other people. It's, like a a group, it's a group effort. And you cannot, like, the thing is, if you try and force a meme onto someone, they're not going to accept it. Right. You know, like, you can, like. Like, genuinely aren't going. If they're genuinely yes. trying to fight that thing. Yeah. They can't. They won't accept yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like, m- when it comes to memetics, like, everyone within the group whether it be the whole of society or your specific niche or even mm-hmm. just two friends like me and my friends we have a lot of like um so to say um conversational memes and right. conversational inside jokes yes inside jokes but they're not even like much inside jokes and more so just like here's a like a phrase that has a sp- specific meaning that only we would get yeah you uh, know I have a bunch of examples of like my friends have. We have the subway effect. Uh, we have the we have Donkishon. We have tons of like things that I say these. No one else has any idea. You have them with your friends, listeners yeah. at home. You have things that you do specifically with your friends that. And there's no even one like cases where. Um, yeah, what's up, Corn Dog? Oh, so it's just like my nickname on on in a yeah. way. Yeah. your nickname is a meme, and everybody and someone says, "Why do you call you Corn Dog?" And you're like, "Well, you, you don't know that because you weren't there, yeah, or you haven't heard of like, it, or you haven't been and told." And then there's the like, tale. and then there's like the case of like two things that are like seemingly identical but are like completely different mm. uh an example is a an inside joke um me and a friend of mine had i'm not gonna go super into detail let's just say yeah, it involves the uh the song heist in the room by okay. travis scott mm-hmm. so the whole thing about this is um we watched like a video featuring this song yes Multiple times while we were staying up, like twenty, we were doing like a twenty-four hour stay up as long as we can because we we're trying to fix our sleep schedules. Yeah, and we would, all, I would always play this song and laugh like out loud. Uh-huh. And because of that, like bit of like context. Yes, the song "Heist in the Room" by Travis Scott means something different to me and my friend because right. of that. Through even shared th- context, even though like events. you can listen to that song. And let's study the lyrics and like look into understand the it. You and wouldn't understand like my connection and my yes. friend's connection to Bingo. it, you know, which is tiredness. <laughs> it, it's it's tired. A, a tiredness, of things. Humor, tiredness the fun party. It, it's it's a complicated feeling, but mm-hmm. tiredness definitely plays a role. It's definitely more of a comedy thing. Right. But uh, it's that de- it's also definitely a, you have to right. be there to get it's it. Kind of like like our meme of, of Kid Cudi. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Literally just our meme because you're a psychopath, Jake. Yeah, because Kid Cudi, um, Speeding Bullet to Heaven is an amazing album. <laughs> it's a 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah, I'll just we'll th- we'll throw the album cover up real quick. Give me oh, one oh, second. Oh, man, no, you have, you have to look at it, Corndog. It is it is a piece of art. Speeding Bullet or Bullets to Heaven? Bullets <laughs> to Heaven. With a two. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. a two. Look at him. Dude, so he's doing it. Like, come here, Corndog. Let's... Look at this guy. Look this at this. Hold on one second, BRB. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's speeding bullet to heaven. This is the this is the cover. Look at him. Kid Cudi's doing it. <laughs> that album is amazing. That is, uh, like, quite frank, 
to be completely honest, we and we genuinely listened. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Corn Dog. <laughs> we listened to a song off there, and it felt like an entire album. It felt like it was a it was a journey. It was like six minutes long, and it feels like an hour. It I is... went. <laughs> we we paused it at multiple times. Yes. And like went through the lyrics. It makes me feel better. I'll add it to my playlist. Oh, it is. Oh, are we? Uh, it is. <laughs> I would recommend that in short doses over the course of yes, your week. Like I like it's so I don't <laughs> like I normally I listen to I only listen to music I own. Dose I don't, that music. I don't have that album, but I have that's one of the few that I will like listen to or attempt to listen to. I right. like to call it my gauntlet. Try and get as <laughs> far as I can through the album. Yeah. Like Yeah. It's it's great. Oh gosh! I just see some of these names, and uh, yeah. Oh man, no, yeah. Need, no need to repeat <laughs> wait, some of them. No, wait, no, no worries. Wait till you get to the the Beavis and Butthead skits, because oh. that's a thing. Is that it a- is. That is a fun. That reminds me of uh, Pink Season by uh, George Miller. Oh yeah, Joji. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. He, whenever before he actually came out and pr- the difference is is genuine. with with Pink Season is he's trying to make bad music. He's making. Funny music. Yes, he's trying. He's making humor because yes. I've heard Pink Season. Um, Good. but like that is like Cuddy was trying. He was genuinely and trying. I'm not gonna gonna drag Kid Cuddy because I don't know the work ethic. I there. like. I like. Um, <laughs> I, I I genuinely do like Kid Cuddy's stuff. It was. It's genuinely that- enjoyable. Yeah, because he had released another something or other that was like chart wrecking. Wasn't it? Um, I think it was that before or after that was. Well, just he well he released really good. He released Man on the Moon, which right. is a phenomenal like pop hip hop album. Yes. And then he did the collaboration album with Kanye West, um, Kitsy Ghosts, uh-huh. which is like almost universally praised. And that was released like after, like that was him taking the kind of the like the garbage sounds off Speed and Bullet, mm-hmm. and like. Tweaking it yeah. to work. So he knows what he's doing. No, he does. He which just, means that he just like made this yeah no one could stop him no and i i 100 percent respect that complete i think that's energy i think it's amazing like i have not bought that album yet because i don't want to pay more than like seven (laughs) bucks for it (laughs) i will (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't respect the artist enough to pay him for his work but i would like to let him know that i like his work but i no, i have paid for his work before i have Man on the Moon, Perfect. and I have like kidsy right. ghosts. Sorry. I just don't want to pay like twelve bucks for two discs of <laughs> speed, speeding bullet, speed to bullet to heaven. Speeding bullet to heaven. Amazing. Oh man! What an interesting event. Yes. Good discussion. Well, we are uh, not going to be joined by our guest. Uh, it was Cole who is going to come join us, but she said that she got hung up on something. So we're going to move on to our last little segment here. Local things happening around town. Oh, boy. Uh, For y'all who didn't know, uh, it is Library Lovers Week. This week ends on Valentine's Day, February 14th. You can get buttons, candy kisses, and tell people why you love the library. I believe they have little note cards you fill out. Hmm. You're allowed access to all services of the library at expedient rates. Personally, I love our library. I've, right. I've been to m- multiple public libraries. It was kind of like I was a kid who like used the public library system. Yeah, right. I used um, I, I used younger. the one in Granbury. So yeah. back at my parents' home when I was growing up, and then I come here and I like I currently have a book checked out. I just turned in a book early because I just burned through it. Like I love acquiring knowledge. <laughs> that knowledge meme. I'm that guy's like cousin. Mad. Where do you go to work out? 
at the library. It what? Yes. Anyways, continue. Anyways, I think I just lost a brain cell. They just one. <laughs> that meme is uh, dead now because I said I it IRL. I'm gonna start killing memes. <laughs> Jay. Jay, they know him as Jake, meme killer extraordinaire. You got a meme that needs killing? Call over your boy, old Jake, dead Jake. He'll kill your memes right there, dead on now, the just spot. Just go to the public square and just shout them over and over. <laughs> <laughs> this man, then every no one will like him. Uh, no, this man no, single-handedly it, killed all the memes. But a, then again, you got to worry the ironic middle schoolers. No, what are they? High schoolers now? Oh yeah. The ironic high schoolers will like lord you as their patron saint of goo. <laughs> of goo. <laughs> Nothing good can come from ironically enjoying something. Oh no. Oh, like, I ironically enjoy. You a know, lot I of lied things. about. I lie about that because there are a bunch of like Scooby Doo movies that I love. Just because they're oh, bad. Oh, I love... Like, loving something because it's posse. bad. Oh, yeah. Those are... I genuinely enjoy listening to Insane Clown Posse. That's fine. Oh, That's gosh. okay. I have Don't met those... Oh, my gosh, me. It, I've met those people. great. They got... Shout out to Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. Oh, man. If we get... <laughs> Moving on from the library yeah. talk... Uh, uh, there is a baseball game happening in town. At, uh, the It is... Uh, us versus Arkansas Fort Smith. We've got, I believe, JV Saturday and Senior Game Sunday. I'm not super certain how like our teams work. I just saw that the, the scheduling was two games, so perhaps we're playing uh, men's one day, women's another day. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly. I should know. Pretty sure my mother's gonna beat me now that I don't know everything about our baseball team because oh, that no. <laughs> that got me involved in stuff. Was base we're a baseball family, so I gotcha. I've got some things. My little brother's amazing at the game. Football. Yeah. Hey, man, it's all right. Some people just aren't coordinated. Hmm. Ha. Uh, <laughs> Where's your nickname? Huh? Where's your nickname? It's The Thighs, my boy. I was a catcher. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> As I was saying, you seen these hams? <laughs> you won't see mine. <laughs> anyway, got cottage cheese. Fe- thank you, Jake, for sharing. <laughs> February. Jeez. Oh, my father loves that, that stuff. He will eat cottage cheese out of the tin with black pepper. I can't eat like a psych. You can't eat anything, Jake. Yeah, I'm aware, but I especially (laughs) can't eat. We discussed this last time I was here. Okay, cottage cheese though. I'm aware. (laughs) We're crying out loud. I'm sorry. Last time I was here. I'm sorry. Yeah, last time you were here, we talked about how specifically how Jake can't eat cottage cheese, and that that was it, right? Yeah. Name some more foods. I'll tell you if I can't eat them. Lettuce. No. No. Tomato. No. No. Oh yeah, no vegetables. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, come on, give me something harder. Mike and Ike's. No. Mike and Ike's. Oh! I'm not a fruit candy person. M&M's. Yes. Yeah, I like M&M's. Um, Mike and Ike's, I Yo, haven't hold had up. enough. Tootsie Rolls. Yes. Yes. You, what? Psychos. Legit animals. You're kidding me. You don't. You they don't, are the wax of candy. You don't chew a Tootsie Roll. You suck on it. Yeah. Oh, moving on. This guy. <laughs> oh, something I'm genuinely excited for. Wednesday, February 19th, which is... Uh, oh, sorry. I'm, I skipped one. Tuesday, February 18th, which will be next Tuesday after this comes out. And if you're listening in podcast form, uh, it's still next Tuesday if you're, list- you're watching the show right now. Is uh, Open Mic Night with uh, TAB. It's going to Open have... Mike and Ike's Night? No. Open... <sighs> Jake, did you just do what I think you did? 
What'd I do? Jake. Just continue on. Open mic night with uh, the board of act- the activities board. I believe ODI. Uh, ODI is going to be. They have a new name now. The Office of Diversity and Inclusion. I think it's. They changed up their letters. I'll have to look into it. Uh, it's that is important because we now I now work with them. Oh, okay. To, uh, as uh, one of our new podcasts came out, the Making Space podcast. Oh, that's right. They actually work with Cole. And today, if you were listening to one hundred point seven. the the planet, you'll have noticed around lunchtime, you had a live airing of 20-minute speech about Black History Month. Mm-hmm. That was done live because uh, ODI does their diversity dialogues once a month. Mm-hmm. And Making Space, we record those dialogues. Not the discussion part, but just the like interaction mm-hmm. and stuff and the, and the uh, reports that are done and the presentations. And uh, we might be releasing those as well with some of our episodes. So just more fun news about interesting things you can catch on campus. All right. Um, but they will be there as well, and there was one other organization that I w- did not write down. But that's happening all day, next Tuesday. Hmm. Next Wednesday, the thing that I'm very interested in is uh, the Tarleton Theater presents Next to Normal. It's a musical play. It's it's the spring musical for this semester. I'm not super uh, into musicals. Yeah, I'm a bit more of a, just like a standard play kind of guy. I I'm kind of with you. I yep. like I don't go, I don't attend a lot of plays, but yeah, I feel like musicals are one of those things that just well, they're a subcategory of play in my opinion. Yeah, and I go to th- I go to theaters to watch plays about old folklore yeah. re- reimagined. That's Fair. literally my favorite thing. There you go. Most recent playwright that came out was or playbill that came out was uh. The Old Man and the Old Moon. Mm-hmm. Amazing show. Hmm. I highly recommend if you get a chance to watch it, go try it out. Uh, the showing, it came out last year. The beginning of last year, uh, I watched a, the first ever public release of that at a high school, and it is a phenomenal show. Okay, there's... It's, it's done so well. Yeah. There is one musical I do like. Yeah. That'd be The fancy. Muppets musical. No, no. Ha <laughs> ha. No, it's a uh, It's a good musical. Fan- what are you talking about, Zach? Never mind. I enjoyed uh, Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. Oh, yeah. Uh, f- cool fact, my mother actually watched that in New York once. Oh, yeah, I did nice. too. She loves it. I went to New York as well on Broadway. No way. Yes. No I, way. I had, a, uh, I had a band trip in high school hey. uh, in ninth grade, and we all went to New York yeah. for a few days, and we went to Broadway, mm-hmm. and we watched Phantom of the Opera, and nice. it was an amazing yeah. performance. Just a good, a good gothic horror it really was out on out on the stage. Oh yeah, like and for the rest of the for the rest of my high school career, there's always this there's this meme about it. Like, <laughs> yes, we're going back to memes just for one second. There's this whole Go meme on. about it, and everybody talked about Phantom of the Opera the entire time I was there. Right. Next year, we did a whole Phantom of the Opera medley for our one of our concerts. It was great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It just became like just a thing for y'all. A oh, thing. Yeah. That's nice. A thing. Thank a you, thing. Jake. Uh, a real, a real, yeah, a real thing. Yeah, a thing. But next to normal, uh, we have, uh, I have, uh, the only information I was able to draw, drum up from this was that it's our spring musical, tickets for adults are $10, tickets for uh, students are $5, and for all other categories, being senior, child, so on and so forth, is $8. Hmm. So, honestly, uh, you have to have show your ID if you want the student discount, um, but that's happening Wednesday at... A couple of times during the day, I believe. You'll have to check the actual... Like next Wednesday, uh, Wednesday right? Yes, like a week next Wednesday, a week from today. Not today. 
if you're watching this right now, you would have already missed it as it's 7.41 p.m. <laughs> but if you were interested in going to a play on campus, you were looking for a little $5 theater thing, hmm. or let's say you were real late for Valentine's, you Not could bad. get a musical. Because that's romantic, right? Yeah. I really hope that I get, do, we do a giveaway here at the station. We're actually doing one over, a, uh, not at KXTR, but on our other station, KTRL. Oh, okay. We're doing a ticket giveaway. All right. Nice. Ten tickets. Okay. Yeah, we're giving away ten tickets. All right. Sick. Not on this podcast. Not on this podcast. Don't call in. I think you should call in, actually. I'd like the engagement. It would help me out a lot. <laughs> sure. We're uh, live, right? Yeah, we are live. Okay, yeah. Call us now. Not about those tickets, Call but about something right else. Now. We're not going to be in the in-between land, are we? Come on. No, the this, the stream says that it's... <laughs> this all is right. real. Everything this is in I'm, real. Yeah, this is in real. This ain't the Matrix. And even if it was in the Matrix, it's about as real as you can get. Like, let's be fair. There was a lot of, like, physics going down. Until you find out that the Matrix is run on Windows 98, then you just see the error sign just pop up on the sky. Yeah, but, like, rain was able to function. Like, they had dynamic weather. Yeah. In 1999. Yeah. Minecraft didn't even come out with dynamic weather, and that was in 2008. Yeah. yeah. So, I think they got pretty good. Yeah, you're right. But then, technically, it was like a 700-year war. Because no, according to yeah. Matri- the third Matrix movie, they'd done like seven of these, no, and each like, one is 100 years. Well, like, the thing is with the Matrix is that... I oh, don't actually want to go into the Matrix right now. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I, <laughs> I love never... the Matrix! You know what, Jake? We will talk about the Matrix next episode. And speaking of next episodes, everybody plug your little thing right before I close this one down. Anything anyone wants to say? Uh, reality's illusion. The universe is a hologram. And buy gold. Okay. Buy. Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Paul. <laughs> thank you, Zach. Jake. Um. Hi, I'm Jake. Buy your Jake. <laughs> the Earth is flat. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> conspiracy conspiracy theories go around. This has Listen, been your episode was real, the of. Footage was faked. This has been your episode of Cruising the Planet. Uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, add us on Twitter with the hashtag CruisingQuestions, and we might just read your question on the next show if possible. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've had a very enjoyable hour. I have. My guests have. We will see you all next